Fine girl, yeah. Oh, fine girl, yeah. 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 Okay, 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 okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Mind Buying. This is episode five, season one. Woo, y'all. I can't believe we're already into our fifth episode. Like, this has just been an incredible journey. Um, my name is Lala, aka La Petite Piment. And who do I have here? My boss, Shorty. What's your name? Tell hi, me. hi, hi, hi. It is Nora Frida. Nora, a.k.a. Auntie Frida. And uh, we're back again. Episode number five. Last episode before our season finale. Finale. Yes, 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 yes. And this episode is basically just going to be us unwinding, like unwinding and reflecting on all the episodes that we had and all the guests that we had. It's just going to be free for all. We're going to talk about things that are in our hearts, things that bother us, things that we want to talk about. So you all will literally just be chilling with Nora and Lala today. And that's it. Before we go on, this My Banya podcast is sponsored by our amazing, our amazing production team, um, SITM Podcast, that is SITM Podcast. Make sure you follow them on all social media and follow all the important work that they're doing. Thank you all for, again, providing us with this platform for us to thrive and for our voices to be heard. All right, Nora. Mental health checking. How you feeling? How you feeling? Mental health checking. Um, I have to say, um, today has been a weird day, and my mental health was oh no, actually mental health. We're gonna get into it in in the conversation, but my mental health is. I think it broke the meter this week. I can't even categorize it. It's here, there, and everywhere. To be honest. So, what about you? Oh, we definitely have to get into that in the conversation. Um, my mental health this week has been, I would say a solid eight. You guys know I love rating my mental health. And mm-hmm. that is because I am back in at home. I am back in my space. I am back closer to my family. I am back inside of my Lala cave. And so um, that just made me really, really happy. But I'm thankful for... Um, all the adventures that I've had so far, but um, I'm just happy that I am back. I'm back, but my mental health has upgraded. Come on, a solid eight, okay? Come on. I, I always like. I'm. I always have to be like. Hold on. Is that more than last episode? Because you be adding <laughs> points, fractions, percentages, and stuff, and you be messing up the whole scale. So I be like, hold on. Is that more or less than last week? You you gotta keep like make just keep it. We're doing percentages or we doing so you know what? I, I gotta keep you accountable. Know. You can't be like 7.5, 7.5, 3.26. Oh Lord. I it up a little bit. I like to do both. The audience understand what I'm trying to say and they can relate to numbers. So, 
you know what? I think I think they're like another cool thing like categorizing your mental health with colors. Ooh. Mm, I'm feeling mm. blue today. Oh, or or like scenes like my mental health is like a part like a thing. Okay, picnic. We're, I know we're doing extra, we're babbling, but this episode this episode is uh this episode is gonna be uh it's gonna be a little different. It's gonna be I mean, as you can tell, it's gonna be relaxed. Oh, uh, and we just gonna shoot for it. Mm-hmm. Well, my mental health is burgundy today, y'all. Ooh, burgundy. burgundy. That's a really powerful color. Burgundy. Ooh, mine, mine is blue. Blue. Like I, sky blue, baby blue. Mine is like a rich blue. Ooh. Like, girl, I got, so if y'all, y'all can't see, but I'm bald. I, today I decided to go and I'm bald as hell. So I'm feeling a little bit more powerful, a little more out there, like yes. ready to, to oh, talk. And yes. my nails are lavender. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving y'all bold colors. So my mental health is bold colors. A bold That's that vitamin C coming into your Free. brain, in your head. That's that Maryland sun, that PG County sun coming into your head right like, nobody want to be in pg county <laughs> oh, uh, jada brought herself to the red t- red table oh wow. we gonna start out with that nonsense oh, yeah, on instagram and i was like <gasps> no we're safe this for the podcast oh lord girl Woo. We gone. Are we gonna dive in? Let's dive in. Let's go, cause there's a bunch of stuff. I mean, like we all have, we both have our personal notes about what we want to talk about this episode, and I think mm-hmm. this was definitely something, cause you you also want to talk about black love as well. Mm-hmm. So I think this kind of goes into the topic. Like if you want to start out, then I'll piggyback off of or, or 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 say my piece. Like, what do you have to say about this whole debacle? Well, I just finished um, watching um, the. Um, Red table talk with Jada and Will, and Jada cheated on Will. Like people say that, oh, um, um, Will gave her the permission to have mm-hmm. that relationship. Jada went out on her own will mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. did that. Um, and it's that was something that Will had to overcome and forgive her, and their the relationship moved forward from that. And I'm just like, wow, that's because. Sh- my perspective on 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 black men is like if you cheat on black men it's just you know they're just very hard to you know forgive and just very hard to like work through that you know um Mm. yeah so i i'm like yo well like that's that's showing an example for every black man out there that yo your your masculinity might have been hurt or, or dim- diminish but you know if you love somebody hard enough mm-hmm. if you say this is my life partner this is mm-hmm. my wife this mm-hmm. is who completes me then you will work through whatever and you know whatever mm-hmm. life throws at you and I just just really admire Will more now and I'm just like yes I've always been a big fan of Will Smith but now I'm just like a I have to stand and um I don't know. J- uh, and Will was like, Jada, tell them the whole story. Tell them the whole, you know, like, he was like, you not, you not telling them. And I was like, oh, ah. it, was, it was like, ah, oh no, Jada, what are we gonna, um, but I appreciate that uh, open, honest conversation. That's what I call a healthy relationship when you can come as vulnerable as you can. And I think as Black people being vulnerable is something that we 
grow up not learning. Mm -hmm. We grow up not learning due to certain circumstances in our lives and due, due to a lot of things. But mm -hmm. being vulnerable is not one of our strengths in life. Uh -huh. And maintaining that type of strength of being um, that level of vulnerability is really what I admire from Will and Jada. Like, that is. Um, my perspective on this is completely different. Them shaking tables, all this, that, and the third. I think, first of all, I want to just preface this before I go in because I'm really going to go in. Right. I don't think anybody has any right to anybody's relationship except for the two people that are in it. That means anybody's relationship. I don't care if it's my mom or my dad. I don't care and I have no right to their relationship. But as public figures, there's certain things that do come to light that we have to talk about. This whole situation is problematic as fuck. I don't care. Mm -hmm. This August and Jada Will situation, like black love, whatever, whatever, like, you know, like I said, not you you're not you're not privy to people's relationships, so you can't really make conclusions about it, conclusive statements about their relationship. So like I think we also have to dead this notion of like, oh, Jada and Will, so and so, Bay and Jay, that's my goals, that's black love. I think we have to dead that notion and just strive for a healthy relation, interpersonal relationships between people but this situation right here bothered me on so many levels first the situation with august she did not address that you went from you and your husband when i kind of feel like sorry to cut you off i kind of feel like she did when she talked about like her um eagerness to help something that to always want to fix something that's broken because due to her childhood trauma because if you know her childhood her dad was like an alcoholic yeah and her mom was on on drugs her, yeah no i i don't there was no accountability for me for the august situation mm -hmm. the only thing she said was that they took him in he was very sick and she got into a quote unquote entanglement with him Mm -hmm. fast forward to august august is a 21 or they said 23 year old like young man Mm -hmm. that has lost his brother to gun violence if i'm not mistaken um is in charge of three young girls has problems with his mother has always had a tumultuous relationship with his mother severely depressed substance abuse y'all took him in as a son with other health problems and somehow that relationship translated to a sexual relationship that's wrong that's the with a 20 something year old age gap i'm sorry like i also want us to get out of this habit of like relating things to understand because people are like and i'm also like what if this was will they would have drug him rightfully so. right Right. What if the gender roles were changed? Yeah, yeah. And I think we also have to get out of the situation of always referencing things to understand the wrongness of a situation. Because for me, this is wrong. And then you sit on the red table and you call it an entanglement. Just a week ago, this man was out here. People were calling him crazy. Right. And your reps were saying this was false. So which one is it? First, you didn't take accountability for that, for, for those mixed signals. Number two, an entanglement. This man said, this man was in love with you, man. Mm. This man says, if I die today, I, oh my God, y'all, I'm just so pissed. And people are on here defending the dynamics of that relationship. I cannot, I cannot, and I cannot defend those type of dynamics. Mm -hmm. Knowing as somebody who's out here advocating against abuse, violence, things of that nature, I cannot sit here in good faith and say that one she took accountability because she didn't to sweep that under the rug as an entanglement mm -hmm. and not address all the problems that were surrounding it is wrong you sat around and talked circles you and your husband basically came clean about your marriage which i really don't care about 
that's not what we wanted to talk about. What we want to talk about is how you, as a woman that's 20 plus year old, found yourself in a relationship, in an emotional, romantic relationship with somebody while your marriage was on the rocks with somebody that you were supposed to be helping out health-wise, spiritual-wise. How? How? One thing she did say is she wow. she felt broken, that like she needed to feel again. So she used um she that's what i'm talking about vulnerability right so she used august vulnerability to to become fulfilled and again that's what you talk about like the abuse of power but my 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 main focus is black people being you know open and vulnerable towards each other in a like in a, a relationship yeah. but then another thing we have to um recognize is with vulnerability comes the possibility that somebody might abuse um, that aspect Absolutely. of being vulnerable and that's where Jada was in the wrong like he yeah yeah and, and I and I honestly am waiting for her to take 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 accountability for that like I mean and, and to be honest this woman Jada and Jada, Jada and Will Jada specifically with this whole red table there have been times throughout that she's been drugged and and another thing that I think we need to realize is that like it's not a blanket. No, I don't think she was wrong all of the time or she was right all the time. There've been situations where men, especially black men, have tried to gaslight her when she was bringing certain things to to the table, you know, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And it's like no, let her speak because some of these behaviors that people are 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 are, are, are portraying are toxic. Well, sweetheart, you not brought yourself to the table, and we want you to speak about this fully, wholly, and honestly. Like, and and again, I would piggyback off of this. Like, I really personally think that people's interpersonal relationships should be kept between themselves. Obviously, you have the liberty to share what you want to share, but you don't owe us an explanation for why your marriage was on the rocks. You don't owe us that explanation. What you do need to own up to yourself as well as that young man, August Osteen, is the fact that you used and abused your power over him at a time in I his feel life. Like, I feel like she kind of did when she talked about, like, always wanting to fix something. I feel like she didn't directly say, yeah, yeah I took over the situation, but she indirectly did. I, I wanted her to say, I abused my power in this situation, and I was wrong. But you know, I, people in power are never going to say that. I mean, <laughs> but, I mean, I, but as, as somebody who's always on the table pressing and calling people out mm -hmm. and, and talking about you want to be honest and open. I think that's what Will was really egging her to do. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but like at the same time, it's it's up to you, you know, like the person. Because like you go to therapy too and you're some, your, your therapist pushes you to be open, vulnerably and vulnerable and take responsibility for certain things in your life. Right. And you do that. If you're going to call this table or call yourself a spiritual advisor or, mm -hmm. or guider, then I feel like that's something you need to do. It's already out in the open. Make everything out. I just don't like this. This this term has been so overused. But don't gaslight people as if we don't like, bro. Y'all made this man look like he was crazy oh, two weeks ago. Hmm. No acknowledgement for the fact that y'all made him look crazy. But they said that they didn't put out anything into the media. Everything their representatives, was both of their representatives, put out statements saying that what that what that story was out was woefully false. Mm. So are y'all firing your publicist managers? What who was who was out there publishing those statements on y'all behalf? What's going on? I don't know. I just mm. sips my tea. I just like you know what I mean. And 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 like you were saying. If we're speaking about making sure that black men are emotionally intelligent, you know, have the space where they can be vulnerable, like, like, let's, let's, let's honor that. Let's honor that. 
honor this 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 man august first for being vulnerable enough to come to you guys for help you abusing that and then him being vulnerable again speaking about it as he's come full circle in his life we have to honor that and i feel like that wasn't being honored at all right so that that like you know just those things were just my biggest qualms that i just i just i i can't rock with it right well, I do think that Jada realizes her wrong. I think that she should have been more upfront and upcoming and saying that I did take advantage of a vulnerable person, but I think she's still, still, still trying to save her face. And I think sometimes, like, as a person in power, you have to admit that you make mistakes and yeah. you sometimes fall short of yourself. And I think Will was like, are you sure? Like, Will was really like, girl, be, come on, be honest. Yeah speaks like yeah 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 speak yeah. your truth yeah. you brought yourself to the yeah, right yeah, table yeah 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 um but yeah Mm. That, that was that was that was such a tumultuous couple of weeks and and just like and and we were speaking in the last episode we were speaking about how like you know shout out to august for going through what everything he's gone through in life yeah. and looking and sounding healthy now with a sound mind because again people were trying to gaslight him like oh he's what he's saying is false he needs to stop making up stories so shout out to him for going through all of that still standing strong 10 toes down mm-hmm. in his truth saying it's that yo true. like I've, I've gone through what i've gone through i'm speaking my piece there was a courtesy call given to everybody you know now i just want to be free and i'm here speaking and you know, taking all that because you know, with 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 social media, we're taking all those 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 blows mm-hmm. and still standing firmly in his growth. Right. Shout out to him. Yeah. yeah. Just not a lot of men would have the. Not right. a lot of men would come out and you know, it's just like talking about your abuse. Yeah. Man, not a lot of men um, men will come out. Come out and, and black. So I really really appreciate him. Right, right, right. And black black men too. Like, and and we also have to take this as a learning lesson. Those of us that are advocating for people to use their voices. Right. You know, just like we were on there about black women and how they were just a few weeks ago too. They were gaslighting black women that were coming about uh, coming out about their sexual assaults or mm-hmm. situations or situations where they found themselves in predatory situations. You know, it's not helpful. And if we're going to say we're going to create a platform for all, everybody to feel, exactly. like, you know, be, we have to make sure that we honor that. Like, mm-hmm. we really honor that. Like, that's not, you know, within them, you know, the three of them, they can have their conversations, da 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 personally. But in general, let's not break this man down when he was being vulnerable about very real situations in his life. You know, because because you know there there there's there there are people out there that know what it means like to be gaslighted despite some of the really real uh, uh, um, things that they've gone through in life and they right. want to speak about. Um, let's move on. Let's just clear this out of the way. Our good friend Acid Two, shout out to Two, we love you. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Asked us on Twitter. I saw the questions, but I think I was really busy that day, so I didn't have time to put my own response. And yeah. she said, "Okay, so you know my girl's extra." She said, "So with so many L's, I love her." So is using the word female disrespectful or not, or is it just derogatory when a guy uses it? So I think you had a chance to answer. I think it's derogatory. It's only derogatory when a guy uses it because it's like reclaiming the word back because uh, we've known that guys have used it to um, kind of dis- disrespect women. All y'all females, all you females do this, all you females do that. So that's what I hear when I hear a guy use the word female. 
right? And yeah. so it's up to us now as women to reclaim that word. So women can can use that word female because we are female. That's mm-hmm. how that's the same aspect as we're reclaiming the word bitch, rec- reclaiming the word female. You, there's okay. so many other words that you can interpret and play. yeah, interpret. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I, female, you can use woman, girl, oh, lady, yeah. or or or, or those... call them by their name. There's yeah. so many other words. So that's my stance on um, men using the word female, female. Uh, or if ever, anything, because I think there gotcha. was yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, but also like in a world where we're speaking about pronouns and such and respecting people's pronouns, I thought it was just a big deal if somebody on a personal scale says, yo, like, this is what I would prefer versus the other, then you have to respect that. And for me, I was just talking about overall context. Like, you know, mm-hmm. there, 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 there are certain contexts where when that word is used, mm-hmm. it's So you're not... talking about the hetero world versus yeah. the um, LGBTQIA plus world. Plus world. And, and just right. in, like, just in general, two pronouns, because like, so something that I have to become more conscious of when people says address me as my pronouns are she mm-hmm. and her or my pronouns are they and it like respect you know and and so a blanket sometimes a blanket statement like and and for me too this is what i think i think female female or or like you know it's it's a very blanket statement that can be appropriated i can be appropriate in certain instances Mm -hmm. but when you're speaking with people and they say hey i don't support i don't like it you just have to respect that Right. Like there's there's no need to argue about why or somebody they just don't and and that's that's a personal preference and you have to respect that. Versus other people who are like I'm perfectly fine. I don't care. I don't think it's a big deal and and, and that's fine as well. But like just an example too, um, the female population. Like when you're generalizing it, I can understand that. But if somebody makes sure to make it clear and say this is what I want to be referred to as that, you just have to respect that. And for me, that was, that was, that was all, all that, you know, I was trying to convey in that situation and any other situation that I, I've, I've, I've been in previously. Okay. So I think we both, I think we have different stands on the word, but you're talking more of based on how the individual wants to be addressed and based on their gender and sexual mm-hmm. preferences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about more on the heterosexual, in the, in the heterosexual world, excluding mm-hmm. the um, homo, um, queer, queer world and like reclaiming that word and giving it back to women. So I think we have different, we're talking about the same thing, but on different scales about the word female, just to verify that. Yeah, yep. Um, I wanted to talk about just unlearning tra- um, traumatizing experience that we saw growing up with the men in our community. Mm. Nora and I are both Cameroonian women, okay? And, you know, growing up in, as a Cameroonian woman um, in a Cameroonian community in America, of course, we still have that. We still preserve our culture and we still have certain ways. So um, I want to talk about unlearning traumatizing experience that we saw growing up with the men in our community mm-hmm. um, because um, Nora had a phrase, said a phrase last episode that a lot of people were like, ah! oh my God, are we still talking about this? Like y'all, y'all come and fight me. I'm in PG County, pull up. I give you my, ad. come and beat me in my house. Nonsense. <laughs> I've just been unlearning a lot of things as a Cameroonian woman um, raised in the Cameroon community. Um, of course, 
the way that women were treated was very, very unhealthy, very, very unhealthy. And then seeing that and growing up with that unhealthy Cameroon community, of course, I have gained a sort of bias towards Cameroonian men. And I'm, as I'm growing up, I'm unlearning those biases, but they're still there. And again, it's an everyday journey for me, like I mentioned in um, the last podcast. Um, but yeah, Banya, what you gotta say? I just like, and and like also like within the episode too, like I did, you know, I did kind of clear, like clean and make it make it neat in that like I'm shouting out any man and woman, anybody that is making an attempt to um to 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 find wholeness, to grow un- and unlearn some of those toxic traits and grow into some, you know, grow into um. Uh, healthy interpersonal relationships like it's it's obviously a prog like you know moving progress if you could say that it's not something that you just arrived to it's something that you, you're constantly striving and working towards like for me I think obviously when I'm speaking about that you can tell that I'm speaking based as somebody that's in the community and what I've seen and what I continue to see you know mm-hmm. what 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 the the, the lesson or, or what the, my homework will then be is to make sure that I found healthy ways of, of, you know, voicing my opinions about certain things and working through certain things, you know, what I've grown up and what I've seen is very unhealthy relationships, yeah. marriage or otherwise. Like I keep, if I'm being very honest, I, there is not, there, there is not, a, a, I haven't really seen a healthy example of a relationship or a marriage in my life. Mm. Like, is it like is it like any race any any anything like anything i haven't been around that and you know obviously marriages are hush hush and people's uh, relationships are hush hush but like i haven't been around you know for for any extended period of time really like maybe i've seen glimpses right you know like okay a cousin or something comes around and i see glimpses i'm like hmm, that's really cool they're doing something different than what our parents or the generation before did that's really cool or or maybe i get on the phone and my cousin's like they'll really press me about certain things what i'm saying even like what i'm saying now or something and they'll be like maybe think about this that and the third and that's it but I, i haven't been around that and so you know from a very like I think from 13 I I had a very rigid sort of like I don't give a damn screw all this type of view on relationships and I can say personally there have been some growth since I made such a hard decision when I was 13 till now when I'm I'm 22 going on 23 and you know it's, it's just been you know getting rid of certain notions right in my head and also understanding that if I want something better I'm going to have to to do better in myself within myself and I'm also going to have to like hold other people accountable as well like I think yesterday I tweeted something I was like you know I'm tired of giving energy out and 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 being respectful and respecting other people Mm -hmm. and other things you know entities and not getting that same respect back you know I have to speak up I can't just be like oh okay you like walk away or or continue to internalize that and then I then you know outwardly say something and people are like oh wow why why is she so hateful to just a mat is because I've internalized a lot of things and I haven't you know worked through them or or, or voiced my opinion 
when it needed to be voiced. And so mm -hmm. the homework for me is to not internalize everything and not say something, but start to like, you know, verbalize something and just know like you, that was mad disrespectful. What you said was disrespectful to me. If I did that, that would be disrespectful. So please respect me and not do that anymore. Or, or if I continue to say that and that's not, you know, there's no change or somebody feels like they're not entitled to respect me, then I can walk away from a situation knowing that I, I was assertive and I made myself very clear. Right. So how do you, because I think my journey would unlearning, first of all, let me just clear, I love Cameroonian men. The most important men in my life are Cameroonian. Cameroonian men, right, right. Oh, so my, my, my brother, my grandfather, my closest cousin, the AKs to the hands, mm -hmm. the, the, the Cameroonian, right? right? So I really, really love and appreciate Cameroonian men, right? But I've just seen how, I don't want to say the generation before, before mm -hmm. them, before mm -hmm. them, before them have treated their woman mm -hmm. and I internalized that some yeah. had trickled down mm -hmm. to this mm -hmm. generation to my mm -hmm. generation. Mm -hmm. And so when I look at Cameroonian men in my generation, I kinda I kinda just visualize, oh no, mm. I like that uncle that did this to this wife. Oh. Like my dad who did this to my mom. Are you gonna oh. do like this like that, right? And Oof. so that's where my bias come from. And my and, and you know, there's there's a pro and con, con to that. It's, I'm just I think a pro to it is like I'm just like oh you know respecting boundaries like I don't you know. Mm -hmm. And I think a con to it is I'm not getting to know the person as an individual. I'm right, 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 of, right. As of as a bias, do you know right, what I mean? Right. That bias, you know, biases are are a thing. I right. think, and okay. and and you and you have to state your biases before you, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so you you know that like if you know if something's if somebody call you out like yo, I think you're going into that again. You're like all right, you know, um, <laughs> but to say something like we've you know like I, I think we need to remind the people, but we've written several articles about not just the toxic toxicity from men, but also from women. Right. Like yo, I think that's something that's oftentimes kind of missing in conversations and, and, and sometimes men feel slighted that like we, 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 we go so hard on men that we don't allow or, or give or you know force women to take accountability. And mm -hmm. I, I just wanna say that Lala and I have written articles that are equally as critical for men and women within the community that, you know, continue to um stir up and and let you know these bad behaviors fester and grow into something that harms you know children and other generations so we want to be very clear accountability is on both sides this is not just a men type of thing like for every man that is out here doing some wild shit there's also a woman an auntie a mother a sister that's there coddling that type of behavior you know and then saying it's okay and then turning around and telling other young women young girls that like you're just gonna have to put up with that behavior right you know you're just gonna have to grow into that oh that's a man let a man do what a man gotta do so like i gotta say that that women are equally uh equal or equal contributors to some of the nonsense mm -hmm. and toxicity that grow that goes on specifically in the Cameroonian community and we've called that out yeah so when we talk about society we're including men and women what is your idea of black healthy love because i know um right now as young adults we're looking mm -hmm. for progressive thinking men that are not gaslighting black mm -hmm. 
And I feel like mm. that pole is just so limited. <laughs> ah, girl, she, you, did you did you see did you see the other the other day when uh, what's his name that fine man was trending on Twitter? Ooh. Lord have mercy. He's fifty Nigerian. He's fifty nine. No, girl, is is oh. the black, the black author the the nineties girl? How am I? I'm just like my my mind is drawn. Who was trending yesterday, girl? It was this fine black man that we were all like, Lord, he's trending, he's trending. Girl, I'm going. We're gonna be so mad when we find out. But there was this, this fine. His name is gonna come to me. But like I say all that to say that like you were like old slim pickings. Um, I you, what's my ideal? Like okay, first of all, I I don't know this. I I am not somebody that's like black love, black love. I'm love. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not somebody who's a blanket black love. If black love is what you want, shout out to you, black love. I feel like love, love, I don't care. You know, as long as the other person um is able to respect and love you and give you room to grow, then it is what it is. Like, you know, it's I, I would even and damn, I feel like I'm gonna get dragged for this, but like I spoke to somebody too who was talking about black love. I was just like Everybody be promoting black love, mm-hmm. but you sexist. Oh no! Y'all be out here black love, black love, black love, but y'all homophobic. Oh mm-hmm. no! Black love, black love, black love, but you think women should be subscribed to only a certain type of, you know, but point that's why in terms I, of I finance about and what stuff. Do you the healthy black love. Healthy. I mean, I, like I said, the healthy black love is um somebody that's able to acknowledge you and acknowledge your intersectionality as a black woman you know i'm, I'm speaking for me specifically specifically because I'm, I'm i'm a black woman somebody who's able to acknowledge my intersectionality as a black woman understand that there's certain things that i go through that are different from yours if we're both black we obviously understand the societal pressures and everything that goes with being black you know that consciousness but you know as long as you know you're able to you know understand that or validate that you know like you said we, you don't want to be gaslighted you know you're speaking to your your partner and then they're like man but as a man i go through this i'm like understand yeah. but you know you have to understand as a black woman too i, I go through this that and then like oh, i'm also african so there's certain cultural norms that are you know associated with me uh, and then also too i think for other generations like i said you know this black love notion you can't be promoting black love and not acknowledge that the, the love intersectionality can, of black love black love uh, that yeah. and, and 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 you know be mindful that your kids could be black lgbt right. you know part of the, the the lgbtqia plus community right. like like there, that's what i'm saying like there's just certain things within like that you can't be promoting black love black love and not acknowledge and understand that those things are, are are very much a part of black love like you know like what and then your kids come out and you're homophobic and you're saying black love that doesn't make any sense so black love basically the healthy black love is respecting the intersectional personality of the person that you are currently in that partnership with so respecting that there um and healthy black love and we're not talking about partnership like friendship um dating um work colleague like healthy healthy black love um so respecting the intersection of personality of that person who they are who they encompass um respecting them being a black woman a black cameroonian woman a black african-american woman yeah um i think that's what's healthy just giving respect and just 
um, also learning about their intersectional personality. And mm -hmm. again, like Nora said, not gas gaslighting one and then praising the other one. Mm -hmm. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and then everything falls in that spectrum, colorism and other isms, you know, that like we also have to be cognizant of so that you're not like, somebody's not telling you something, you're just like, mm. okay, so. I just I just think when we speak, speak about black love, we have to speak about the spectrum that is black love. Mm. We have to like, this is my new favorite word. We have to honor the the spectrum that is black love. We really do, because otherwise you learned that word from Banya. You girl, um Okay, so So girl, uh <laughs> this is another tea. I don't know if we're going to talk about this, but I was watching an interview with Kev on stage and Candace Marie Benbo. She's a theologian. She's a, like a liberal theologian. And they were talking about everything. They were talking, especially like, you know, because this is Black theology. And then they were speaking about, like, uh, how do you call it? Uh, uh, what is it called? You know, the, that culture or this church culture that breeds some, like, you know, repression, especially re the repression towards Black women. And she was talking about how um Bible shaming? By, yes, you know, like Bible shaming, purity culture. Purity and culture. and how that has literally like I, I feel like that's repressed women. Like, ah, auntie, you can't even enjoy your life. Um and, and she was talking about how um what do you call that? A uh, uh, soul ties are a myth, or at least like sexual soul ties are a myth. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, and, but and then she was talking about basically honoring um honoring sort of the 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 relationships that you have with people the the friendships that you have with people um the the interpersonal relationship and the partnership that you have with people and that you have to once you're in that like other people have to honor that and those people within um that relationship have to honor um that relationship in and of itself so once she just kept saying i was just like that's such a good word like honor because she was like, you know, her, her take is that once that is like, it's honored, you know, God honors that as well. And I was just like, yo, you know, that was a dope conversation. Okay. Okay. Fifth, this delivery present called push gifts. I'm choking on my teeth. <laughs> delivery present called push gifts. Look, man. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it yet. I think it's just becoming a thing. I think, I think, you know what, you know what it is? Mm, I'm going to get dragged. I think it's always been a thing with other women, just not black women. Like, I'm, I'm very happy that black women are being celebrated and loved out loud. There's no longer this struggle. Are you what our bond house is for? Girl, no, I, no. Like, the push gift is from your baby daddy to you. The, the woman for pushing out the baby it's like you know it's very much like a thing. oh like thank you for going through like that thank thing. you like honoring her for all the sacrifices she made for nine months to break because even if you're not that's not who you're ending up with that's not your wife like you're honoring that woman for carrying that gift that gift of life for nine months and, and safely delivering everything because it's a struggle for i mean if we're going to get into reproductive rights especially women there's a lot of things that could go wrong and a lot of variables that like, you know, men just don't understand sometimes. And like, it pains me when I see men on timeline or out in the real world talking, I'm like, damn, you're not finna experience none of this. What are you doing to support the person that's helping you bring this gift of life into the world? 
I think it's based on your partner's love language. For me, that is true. Don't 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 give me a bag and be like, oh, thank you for giving. Oh, me girl. Oh, girl. Don't don't do that to me. Oh, don't girl. do that to me. Be there for me. Hold yeah. my hand. Mm-hmm. Rub mm-hmm. my leg. Mm-hmm. Touch me. Touch my thigh. Mm-hmm. Rub my scar, my yeah. stomach. Put yep. lotion on my stomach. Mm-hmm. Touch me. Like mm-hmm. make me feel. You know, loved, right? Personal touch. I want that love. But material thing is gonna wear out. You know, I want. I want in- intimacy. Mm-hmm. I just feel like a gift with me would be like, oh, you're, you're welcome. Thank you. You there, there's also something called uh, a baby. I'm still in pain. Like, yeah, yeah. There's there's also some there's also something called a baby moon. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware of this, like, where it's like a, you like, just as the baby's being, like, about to be delivered, you and your partner go, go away together and have this personal time, like, together as a oh, family yeah, yeah, yeah. before you have, like, the baby. So, I think for people who, like, personal touch or, or, or personal quality time is, is their, their love language, the way they receive it. I think that's good. I think the point of a push gift just overall is just some, it's like a, it's just a small token of your appreciation that, first of all, you, you understand and you acknowledge what this is this process and and it could be obviously it could be materialized in in a lot of different ways it could be a gift like people will get new cars houses rings or it could be this baby moon where you go away and have intimate time and you guys make a memory together during that time before the baby comes that like forever like when your baby's like five or, or 20 or something they were like i remember just before you were born your mom and i your dad and i had this time to ourselves we really solidified this bond before you were born and da, 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 da. something like that you know what i mean but just 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 being able to love on the woman if we're speaking in this context the black woman that we we are that are are are, are going through this these this process i think it's, it's it's a dope man i feel like that you just can't help but like love that Right, but I also think they should know your partner's love language. Yes, yeah, so please, I beg, I beg, please, don't go and give somebody a, a, a diaper bag and they, they ask for a belly. Uh, this push gift is also putting pressure on men to have to, like, buy something. That's true, that's true. Or buy something for their mm-hmm. life when they give birth. Like, society tends to put pressure on, like, really weird, like, you know, like... Weird things. things. It's like, you and it's have- organic, like, the person should mm-hmm. to give to, not yeah. to them. I, absolutely, absolutely. But, I mean, I would think you would want to make sure your partner... It's straight, you know, I would just think, and like I said, it, it materializes in different ways, but I think anything with this social media culture where people are just like, uh, I'm just like, bro, what? And and I think here's, here's where the problem comes in, because like, it's supposed to be like an exchange between you and your partner, so we don't really care, but people be doing it and posting it on social media, like, did we ask for it? No. <laughs> people just be putting on, like, wanting pressure on themselves, like, you and your partner term. i said push give push give girl okay if that's something if you guys talk about it like baby i want to push give you better mm-hmm. get you better get her a push give push give give if what would you want her push and go through postpartum everything everything yes ma'am yeah. i want to push give you know what my push give needs to be what a second band if oh let me a second Ooh, no a second band but I was I was finna trap myself. Let me let me let me be quiet. I was finna entrap myself. Um, <laughs> uh, my banya, do we want a Birkin bag? That's it. <laughs> nah, girl. Nah, we don't want a Birkin bag. Nah, I'm gonna let you handle this one. Nah, nah. <laughs> don't fall. 
somebody one day and they looked at me like because like I have like really cute like brown leather bags and I do want to get like a handcrafted leather bag with my initials engraved in it what like, Aristotle I mean Aristotle or something they have something like, yeah but like I mean they're 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 a good bit I think they're in the hundreds but they're not broken bag money like but that one is something that I feel like yeah. personally would be an engagement and it, it would mean so much to me because it's personalized and everything mm-hmm. booger a broken bag why not what I'm holding my student loan in my hand. That don't seem right. But I don't know. Can we talk about this real quick? Because we were talking about the pressures on on men. Like I saw something. Like I I saw something else. Like um, you talk about toxic masculinity and how like women um uh, perpetuate that. Like there was a video going around of women. Like you, women. I don't know how to like say it, but like forcing men to to engage in certain activities or else they were considered gay or they were considered weird i don't know if you saw the video but it was basically like people were at like people were basically going around like oh my god like if he doesn't find me attractive or he's not trying to um you know get down on the first date da, 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 like he's gay or he that like i'm a do you see me i'm attracted and just stuff like that that just that um that pressure on men to engage in certain behaviors or else they aren't masculine enough like i feel like we need to speak on that because like yo what the hell like huh might have to be another episode girl that's a lot to cipher and break down and like when i think like a lot of people don't know when we talk about toxic masculinity we, we incorporate society and society has both men and women women partake in this toxic masculinity um 
you know, view and they this they they have this idea of what a man is supposed to be. And mm-hmm. th- that's the same for the men. They have this idea of what a woman is supposed to be. And it's oppressive on both sides. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's just that women talk more about their oppression and what they go through versus the men. So what men when men say, but what about the men? Okay, create your own space, create your own movement, create your own type of thing, create your own um, space and talk about what you, how toxic masculinity is affecting you as a man. Okay. That's okay. That yeah. is fine. We want that's you okay. to do that. We yeah, want no, to do that. Yeah, I, I, that, that, and that's, that's what we're talking about. We want men to come out and, and speak about how this, this system is, is, is forcing them and, and, and forcing them to embody certain characteristics or mannerisms that aren't healthy. Right. Like don't don't sit under and draw under that pressure. But again, I have to insert there also like there also has to be a safe space for that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like men shouldn't be punished or looked down or look like like you said, look sideways. Like it was almost like they were less than because they didn't want to engage in this thing that's supposed to make you a man. Like what that's predatory behavior. Yeah, that is and when we call it out in men behavior. Right, we need to call it in women. If we're like I said, we, we have to really be calling certain things out at certain points in time. If we're speaking about creating a safe space for people to become more vulnerable and, and emotionally intelligent, certain things can't fly. Like what? No, girl. Sorry. And next, go go up under somewhere and and and, and do something about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I look like I. It's so attractive when a black man is emotionally intelligent and can be vulnerable. <laughs> But you also have to, girl, but you also have to understand. It's so attractive to black man's mind. Yes. Conversation. I'd be like, back and forth and just have like a flowy, I think you think society. Oh, man. You, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. You quote a couple of things and I'm ready to get married. (laughs) I do. I do. I do. Let the church say amen, amen. Help. Look, I'm not even going to lie to you. Ugh, there are certain people that I will pay my own bride price for. <laughs> as long as you just say yes, I'll be like, yes, I got you. <laughs> Name one. Name oh, girl, it was Morris Chestnut. Ooh, that man, ooh, he was so fine. Oh, Lord. So, so people were on Twitter, like, or everywhere, they were like, they don't make men like this anymore. Of course, th- these millennial men or, or generations, whatever you call them, like, I'm right here. No, you're not. No, you're not. Go sit down somewhere. You're right there. What is one movie that would describe your love life right now? Well, what is a dry-ass movie? <laughs> I'm not even gonna hold y'all. I don't watch movies like that. Um, damn. I would say a show though. I don't know if you guys watch Skinny Girls in Transit. Yes, I but, watch Skinny Girls in Transit. But what about love like Shalala or? Oh, girl, hell no. Shall we, they brought Babalawo to her house because she was sleeping with a married man. I said the whole the whole thing. No, I'm I'm basic. I'm basically um. Yeah, I'm basically to to allow. I'm basically to to allow before she found Mide. Mide. 
I'm I'm see what lady before she found me day. I'm just out. I'm not me not saying I'm out here. Not that is enemies, you know. I'm just but I'm just here. I'm, I'm not out here. Who's your Febreze right now? My Febreze. My Febreze. Girl, I don't deal with Frenchmen. I don't deal with Frenchmen. You said what? Hey, T-Y got the juice. Girl, T-Y was pulling them. T-Y got the juice, girl. I love me some T-Y. Just don't don't get you a Mohammed, because... Oh. <laughs> they would disgrace, disappoint you. Ah! It would end in tears. Now, Charlotte, Charlotte was love life is just is we're praying, we're praying and fasting for her love life. That's all I got to say. Shout out to Skinny Girl and Trent. No, but like, no, like seriously though, that that's what we have to go through to able to be able to find love. I'm not even gonna hold you. Ups and downs. I, I, feel, I feel so like. I'm happy for these people who one time bombed. That's yes, it. that's it. They found their life partner. Jealousy, me. Like, how much it hurt? Like, I went through tries and tribulations. Relations. You have to go to the mountains to go and fast and pray. Fast and pray. Just hey. a partner. A, a partner. I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. But um, one movie to describe my love life right now is Frozen. Wow. <laughs> Excuse me, explain. Uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> Let it go. You're canceled. Bye. Goodbye. Oh, doesn't bother me any. <laughs> frozen. It's a frozen. I'm in this forest full of snow. Frozen. Oh my gosh. She said frozen. I, y'all. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what did Iyana say? I need to just go in the bushes and weep. <laughs> weep. And I need to go in the bushes and weep. Weep. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, Why? Frozen. Go, you haven't found any Cameroonian men. Mm. Mm. There's a potential. Mm. Again, frozen. Okay. <laughs> To be to be determined to be announced. We are praying. Oh, girl, ain't ain't nothing come out of that. <laughs> um, <I> love Jesus. <laughs> she said frozen. Frozen. Let me go in the bushes Let and weep. Let it go. Stop. Stop. The cold doesn't bother me. Frozen one and two. Good. Oh my God, it's been too long. <laughs> Describe your love life in terms of 90s uh, R&B. R&B, uh, uh, so I creep. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, no, no, oh. no. I don't want no script. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. What? That's, what's 90s R&B? Yes, girl. That's my army. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just like, damn, those choices, the Lord. Who's your be, Nora? Uh, Whitney Houston is uh, it's all right. Mm. I don't know if y'all heard the song, but she said, "If six of you, if six of y'all went out to eat, um, then why the credit card receipt only show two? Or, girl, you need to look up the lyrics. Whitney was like, give it. She was like. She said, if six of y'all went out, four of you were really cheap. She's like, I found the credit card receipts. 
she said it's all right but it's okay she said it's not right but it's okay um i'm basically gonna do me i'm gonna be all right either way Period. it's not right but it's okay don't you dare come back or something basically whitney houston's it's all right that's my love life right now it's all right it's not right but it's okay mine is but it ain't no lie bye 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 <laughs> bye 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 <laughs> what's that instant of the bashing boys i always get Girl, i don't know these americans <laughs> a whole mess a whole mess throw me away all right y'all but we are going to um probably next season i'm just introducing this idea right now we're going to start a mind buying community and next season we'll be accepting applications shout out to sharon and lillian from lns district for being our first official my banyas and do you want to tell them a little bit more about the mind buying community even though it's going to be a next season type of ordeal no where are you at yeah um basically my banya community like you know it's going to be an opportunity to sort of co connect with us get into this space that we're, we're creating learn more about what we're doing it's going to be an opportunity to shout out uh, men and women businesses corporations whatever that are doing the damn thing in terms of promoting women and advancing this womanist uh this movement that we're that i'm learning about every day um it's also going to be an opportunity to sort of network and, and see what we're up to. Like, you know, we, we've written articles and we're currently on this journey of sort of like coming to terms with, with some of the things we've had to deal with growing up in our community. And, and we're, we're writing that out and sharing with people. And, you know, we want to share that. We want people to read it and we want people to share their experiences as well. Like it's, it's, it really is a community and I feel like, you know, it, we would all be better. Um, once we get into that space of sharing, you know, I love it. Like based on the experiences that we've been able to sort of share, like with what we've written and people like giving us feedback, like, yo, I've been through this too. Like, let me tell you about this time, you know, or like, yo, let me call this person out because like, I feel like they're moving weird and we need to like nip this in the bud now before it goes. Like, you know, those are like really dope experiences that we were, we were able to share with, with other people. And also like other, you know, like, other feminists and womanists um that 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 show their feminism and women uh, and womanism that different from ours like how do i word this correctly intersectionality intersectionality right basically it's like other feminists and womanists from all over the world that yeah. you know like you know display and exhibit theirs in different ways maybe because of the environment and the culture they grew up in like you know we've been privileged to have conversation with people that have like varying sort of experiences Mm -hmm. um and, and and the conversation has been nuanced and really eye-opening because of those differences and experiences so yay so we are soon to be accepting application into the my banya community okay we want everybody to be on banyas let's stand in solidarity against this patriarchy <laughs> oh fuck them 
<laughs> men and women are loud. <laughs> men and women are loud, so don't think that you have to be a woman to join our community. Yeah. Um, we're about to be reaching out to Jason. Ooh, period. I know he does. Like, yeah, we need to reach out. Jason, Jason, if you listen to this episode, are you part of the community? You forgot to say whether or not you were part of my Banya community. Right. <laughs> our first guest joe is and sharon and lillian lillian this is our fifth episode of mambanya nora how are you feeling how are you feeling how what do you think about our guests like how do you think our season is going so far like how are you feeling like this is a this is a open vulnerable vulnerable <laughs> really we have a lot of work to do vulnerable moment come on oh girl um i think this is dope um i'm um it's it's an honor to be able to share with are you me. enjoying the journey yes girl it's it's pushing me it's pushing me out of my comfort zone a lot but i think what i will say is that like as somebody that is very interesting guess i don't know what the word is like somebody that's very into myself like i i i introvert like introvert like I internalize a lot of things I don't really have a lot of opportunities to engage with other people mm-hmm. it's been really dope and this this experience as well as other experiences working in a group with really talented smart brilliant people you know I've you been talking about me I'm as I'm talking I'm speaking about you my banya I'm speaking period. about you <laughs> period as, I mean first of all African women are dope and I've had the opportunity to work with, with a lot of different African women that have taught me something about myself and about life Mm-hmm. and like it's been an honor like you know and it's 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 like it's pushed me to places where I'm uncomfortable but it's forced me to grow and I think grow in in in, in the right direction so mm-hmm. this experience has has been really dope like it's crazy to me that like what we talked like we were like talking about you know in the backdrop like a couple of months ago it has like come to fruition mm-hmm. and it's I don't know it's always a cool thing to sort of like visualize or conceptualize something and then see it bear fruit like yeah. I that I just think that's really dope. Like, you know, and, and shout out to you, shout out to Stuck in the Middle um podcast, the umbrella, shout out to AK and all those other dope individuals that again have given us a platform, me a platform to not only write, but also like like can like you know turn that writing into what this is now. And shout out to everybody that's supporting us, the guests that we've had that have really come and speak truth to power. Right. And, and you know, the guests that are to come or, or all those people that are supporting us behind the scenes that be like, yo, they be like, yo, Nora, like that was, that was dead, like <laughs> dead. Or they're like, yo, I've seen growth, you know, and, and, and keep doing that. Like shout out to them for, for that. Yeah, we appreciate that. But what about you, though? Like, I know this is a two, but, like, everybody has their own sort of, like, personal journey they're going on. I know, like, you know, this is a two people with you and me, but what is your perspective of this whole journey that we're on? I think I think we have been doing a really good, great job. I might have to say, of course, like, being um, my and Banya, we're two completely different person, but I think we work very well together. Mm-hmm. We both have our strengths and weaknesses, and I think we both recognize and uh, and acknowledge your strengths and weaknesses. Weakness. Weaknesses. Ooh, weaknesses. And we kind of play on those strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. It's like you're good at this, you're good at structure, you're good at that. I'm more good at like, you know, networking like mm-hmm. and stuff. And we kind of play on those strengths and weaknesses. And I kind of think like we complement each other. And I think yep, we yep, yep. Push, each, push, each, push each other as well. And we hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's literally what the Mind Banya um, podcast was met, created to be. And the Mind Banya 
community is going to be. So, yeah, shout out to you, Banya. Shout out to you, too. Yay, two peas in the pod, yo. Come on. Come on. And kids like, oh, Lord. <laughs> like, when I tell you that just people that were just on their heads constantly, 24-7, just on, like, yo. We love y'all stuck at the middle podcast. <laughs> Um, it's definitely been a, a great journey. I mean, like fifth, I, I feel like we're sick. I'm like fifth episode, but I'm really, really proud of us. Yeah. We're not this fifth episode and everything that we have done. And I know that we are destined for greatness and I know we're destined to do greater things concerning my, um, Banya. So I'm just really looking forward to the, future but i also want to acknowledge the present where we are now yeah 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 yeah. the present as well yeah 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 Yeah. any few remarks you want to close anything you got in your chest that's bunning that you want to bunny i mean like i just want to also like i want to um obviously this was very much an off the cuff unwind this is kind of like a check-in for us and check-in for everybody else but also um a spotlight moment I know we already did an episode with them, but if I can, I really want to spotlight um, Sharon and Lillian um, from the LNS District podcast. Um, I don't know, in recent events, like, first of all, the work that they're doing is dope. If you didn't know, again, those are two African women that are doing the damn thing, making other people that were just like them that are international students coming in aware of some of the things that they can do to advance themselves and then turn around and help their communities i just think that's really dope and like it was dope to have met them and and spoken to them it's also recent times with the way the world is going now shout out to them and all the work that they're gonna do to assist um people that were just like us too you know that's part of our intersecting personalities um that we're able to immigrate educate ourselves and then turn around and be able to educate our community i just think that's really dope so if i could i'm i would definitely spotlight them and all the phenomenal work that they're doing individually too as well as together like they're dope like y'all are dope you know shout out to y'all i want to add on to that spotlight moment i saw this on twitter and um, she's the first black female tactical jet pilot in the United States Navy. And her name is LTJG Swegley. So shout out to black women. I can't believe in 2020, we're still the first, but we continue to break barriers and we continue mm-hmm. to break glass ceilings. Mm-hmm. So shout out to you, mama, like more grease to your elbow as the mm-hmm. Cameroonians like to say it. Yes. Positive vibes and more success your way. Mm-hmm. And one more shout out that I want to do is my friend uh, Musundu, um, and she's just promoting great body positivity mm-hmm. on um, Instagram, on Twitter. Her latest um, video was called "It's the Stomach for Me." Actually, yeah. she's in this bomb dress, and she has yeah. a but she she's proud of her fupa, and she's like that fupa brings ginger spice. Yeah. Spice. All that stuff. And so shout out to you, Victoria, baby girl. You are doing a damn thing. And I am so proud of you because um, as I consider myself as one of your mentors in our major, and you have come a long way in self-discovery. So I love you for that. So shout out for you, baby girl. You, baby girl. Shout out, shout out. Um, make sure you follow us 
on social media. Oh, all our platforms. <laughs> no, 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 guys. We're learning, okay? We're learning. Shout out to us and, and, and all our platforms. Like, I don't know if we ever mentioned this, but if you guys haven't read our, our articles, make sure you check that out. Um, make sure you guys check that out. We've written Uncle Stop Touching Me. We've written African Aunties Do Better. We have um, upcoming, I'm going to say two more as part of, like I said, as, as I said, as part of the series of us documenting um, our experiences growing up in the Cameroonian community and how, you know, our intersecting personalities as Cameroonian Americans has, has grown and affected what we're doing now. So if y'all haven't checked it out, check that out. It's on SITM. Uh, podcastblog.com <laughs> shout, shout out to that y'all 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 go read it's summer we in quarantine y'all not doing nothing read read and comment and share and and basically tell us give us feedback tell us what you think mm-hmm. make sure you follow us on instagram mambanya that's m-y-b-a-n-y-a-s Ma Banya, and I think it's the same on Twitter. No, Twitter is different. Yeah, it's different on Twitter. On Twitter is this my underscore Banya. So that's my M Y underscore B A N Y A. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. And I just want to end this episode by singing the song. Everybody blow your trumpet. <laughs> oh my god. Come on. Blow your trumpets. Everybody I don't know why I entertain this foolishness. I don't know why I entertain this foolishness. Every African has to Oh my god. If you don't respond to that song, are you really African? Look, we need to do a whole episode about just growing up African. Write that down. Let's do it. Because I feel like everybody just relates. Like, yo. You You can be from Cameroon, you can be from East Africa, and you just relate. Just relate. You be like, oh, your mother did this too? Yo. Huh? How? I don't know. There's some type of universe connection that we have to understand. Understand. I feel like our ancestors are trying to tell us something. 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 I don't know what. Something. Yeah. It's reflex. One time. She said, I got a rendezvous, I'm about to meet a friend or two You know it's summertime and we might just hit a barbecue If your name was Juliet, then I'ma be your Montague If I took your program, meet on me for Karifu Alright, 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 all right. shorty, yes, I guess it's you You the one I like, I really wanna be with you They be saying this and saying that, girl, ain't nothing new I'm the type to pull up for a drive, me and you Cause if I'm lonely and I call you, would you come through? Girl, you know I kiss you better than the sun do Every money can't wait to tell you bonjour No be me if you talk like you know it's all true, yeah Run it back.